push the red button if you think you're ready. I'm always ready. Here goes. A new section called the ice cream scoop. Welcome to the May 31st, 2011 edition of the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, still in podcast form, for those who don't have time to read. I'm your host, Kevin McCreary. Let's get started. What are we doing today? Oh yes, exactly what we said we were going to do, bringing you the final part of the Q&A with the Ceiling Fan Boys. Sounds like a bluegrass band. Sitting on the bedroom floor watching the ceiling fan. I got bumped on the head and now I just can't stand. And so without further ado, let's jump right into it. Hope you guys enjoy. Where did early recordings with Kevin go? It's gone. Okay. Uh, I, I deleted it because my ex-fiance did some of the episodes with me and so it was kind of like you know we should probably just get rid of this so that's where it went how much do you charge to produce other people's audio podcasts or whatever one million dollars ten trillion (laughs) dollars i charge about ten dollars but these other guys yeah they uh (laughs) it depends i've done some freelance work recently I know Freelance, that means he does it for free. No, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> uh, especially if it's, it's not free, Odyssey yeah. related or it's commercial, then, you know, I charge a fair rate. Mark has been doing a lot of music production. Mark? Yeah, well, for music production, lately I've been, since I'm kind of just getting my feet in the water of freelance and doing it for doing it for money, I'm just doing it for like 75 a song. But you got to come to me. I'm not coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's one for Lauren. When and how and why did you create the drawings for Ethan Daniels and Phil Jenkins? Can we be expecting more art from you soon? I don't think that's, that's a really relevant question. It's probably the real question would be, where did I? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, why did I? Did you ask me to, Kevin? I think, I you think so. You mentioned that you could draw, and I said, oh, interesting, because yeah. we'd been wanting a rendering of the two characters That's right. for some time. Oh. And they, I hadn't seen any oh. of your work. You just mentioned you could draw, and I thought, well, anything's better than nothing. And okay. then you, your first drawing of Ethan, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> they took a little, they took a while, though. Like, I um, spent a lot of time on them. So that's why I haven't really brought out many others, because in order to do that certain style for me, it takes a while, because I'm just not very experienced in that yet. So hopefully over this summer, you can expect some more art. I've been trying to work on some, working on John Watsonberger. What kind of equipment do you guys use? I use a um, Studio Project C1 for my mic. Yes, Garrett also uses that. I now usually record in Focus's studio. Uh, Don't tell anyone this. Whoa, whoa. I work here. I work here, so I. Uh, it's actually where in. he is right now. That is where I am oh, right wow. now. They have uh, a Neumann. That's what there's. Neumann. I don't remember oh, the. Oh wow. Yeah, really good. One. Really there's, nice mics. That's what they're. You know, like they're four thousand dollar mics. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I use. But at home, I have. Uh, it's an AKG Precision two hundred. Um, it's not the best microphone, but it, it works for the ceiling fan. I think. Um, and nobody knows what up. these numbers mean. <laughs> but then uh, I record onto Pro Tools, and I do all the editing on Pro Tools. Uh, Garrett also has Pro Tools, and that's one thing he does is a lot of the initial voice track editing. So he puts all the voices in place because we don't record together. We all record our lines separately. I use just a 
donation, Apex Food and Termites. Uh-huh. It was given to me for free, and it gets the job done. It gets a good frequency response. Yeah. Um, I record on Adobe Audition. Lauren, what program do you use? I mainly use, well, because I don't do a lot of the editing, so mainly I just use Audacity, or also, also I have um, a program called Reaper. It works pretty well, but like I said, I don't do a lot of editing, so I don't yeah. really have to do much with Pro Tools and stuff. Yeah, Audacity is a great program because it's free. If you want to do some, uh, I, I hate to use the word amateur, I don't mean that in a in a bad way, but if you want to do quality recording at... Yeah low price go ahead and get audacity at the low price of free, oh, free. yeah it's good of zero zero um, Mike, dollars and zero zero cents you too can experience <laughs> riding your own vacuum cleaner around your house if you want to do a little more professional work and stuff pro tools and adobe audition are both industry standard programs that um yeah are used i think those are the top audio recording and editing programs out there yeah yeah you find adobe audition more on the radio side of things and in home studios yeah. than you would Pro Tools. Pro Tools is more in like production firms and, mm-hmm. and major recording studios. Yeah, and that's what Focus uses all Pro Tools because everything's pre-recorded, so it's quick to edit stuff with it. Mark, why aren't you listed as a creator of the ceiling fan on the uh, team section of the website? Because I'm not one of the creators originally. Uh, <laughs> it was created by Kevin and Charlie, and then I came on board with episode two. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Was it episode two or three? Kevin? It was two, yeah. You brought in your uh, character, Tom Artichoke. Yeah, that's when I started doing Tom Artichoke. And then Garrett would know. Because there was one talking about... I three. would know. I'm the big... I remember I have the hand to prove it, the big red hand. Hey, you should write the official handbook for the ceiling. I should. Yet. It's not an official guide. It's a handbook. Because there's not <laughs> a lot of Literal handbook. <laughs> it could be shaped like yeah. a hand. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or you yeah. call it the fan book, and it doubles as a fold-out fan. <laughs> yeah. What goes into writing an episode of The Ceiling Fan? We write it. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lately, a lot more, because uh, since we use Google Wave, which is a collaborative software that we hope stays around, we brainstorm. We start writing stuff, and we discuss things on there, and so we kind of brainstorm. And lately, it was from talking to Mark and talking from Lauren and talking to Garrett that uh, we came up with this season and then I've been writing the scripts specifically and then people have been adding in to that but the outline has been there since before the Christmas episode. Well you can pretty much bet on if there's a really good scene it's either written by me or Lauren. Right that's true because <laughs> I'm writing them all on one Saturday morning I go to Starbucks and I just oh, I gotta get all these done to fill in the I like Kevin's writing. blanks. Probably the best. Yeah I was just I was just joking. Kevin's writing is awesome especially because this season this story is really getting me excited because I've asked Kevin so many times what's going on because I still don't entirely get it. I, I've got most of it. It's a really weird. It's a really weird. You, you guys will just have to You'll find see. out. I'm should... the only one besides Kevin who really knows what's going yes. on. Cause... Yeah, because me and Mark, we discussed this over the phone and got down a lot the of the details. I think we were discussing this idea for this season before we even did the uh, contest last season. Yes. Mark, you, you sent in your the song uh, that Phil does to apologize to Ethan. At the end of that, you mentioned, hey, we should do some more McAllister Park episodes. I just realized that because Kevin posted it on the oh, Dropbox. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. cool. So re- in reality, this season was being planned out way back then. Just yeah. not all the intricacies. <sighs> How did everyone start listening to Odyssey? What's your own Odyssey testimony, as it was worded here? I um, kind of grew up listening to it. My sisters and my family pretty much listened to it growing up. Yeah, yeah. same thing for me. Um, awesome. Basically, when I was in the third grade, we moved to Greenville for a little while, right when I was entering the fourth grade when I was a kid. 
and uh, we were at a Chick-fil-A, and there was a tape that came in the kids' meal. And it was uh, it was an episode of Adventures in Odyssey, and it was the episode The Treasure of Le Mans or something like that. One where there's like That's this old tree, that there's a treasure inside it, and it turns out to be like I forgot what it was. No. I think it was a Bible. Yeah, no, it's this, the, and yeah. the green one deserves the treasure because mm-hmm. he gets sprayed like, in the face because no, he's greedy. Not the green one. My story is really that when I was a kid, I would listen to it a little bit. The biggest thing, what is so funny is, um, that I remember I used to listen to it on Saturday mornings on the local Christian radio station, and there was an episode where they, it was just kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, very much like the podcast is now, but it was before that, so they just did a behind-the-scenes episode. I didn't know it at the time. One of the sound designers was talking about climbing up and dropping fruit from a ladder and stuff, trying to get this splat sound. And uh, it's so funny because it was Jonathan Crow who was actually his story about getting hurt was just on the official podcast, but he's one of my good friends now. And uh, it's just so funny because I was a kid and these were just names and, you know, without faces. And now they have faces. It's very surreal. Because of you, Kevin, you gave them faces. I gave them faces. (laughs) Okay, for me, I honestly can't remember a time in my life when I wasn't listening to Odyssey. So I'm not exactly sure where I started. But I do remember as a child, some friends of ours had, like, the entire Odyssey collection. They had, like, this whole bank in their house full of Odyssey, and it was, like, magical in there, okay? So whenever we got to go there, we always got to borrow a new pack from them, and we'd listen. So I think that's probably where we started listening to Odyssey was because we borrowed packs from those friends of ours. Yeah, I did that, too. I had a friend who they would get every album when it came out. But then we started getting every album. And then, like, you'd always look forward to birthdays and Christmas because that's when you get New Odyssey. uh, I've got every episode at work. (laughs) (laughs) We apologize for not mentioning everybody's names who submitted in questions, but we are extremely grateful to everyone who wrote in questions. We got a lot of good ones, and we couldn't get to everybody's question. We had to edit down our interview, but uh, thank you so much. Garrett, thank you for conducting the interview. Yes, thank you for letting me conduct it. I'm always happy to have something to do. Yeah, you did a good job. The end. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you had all your cues you wanted aid. That's, of course, questions you wanted answered. Yes. Anyway, next time on the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, we'll bring you some inside info about the upcoming Odyssey album 54. And speaking of, did you guys get to hear the end of 53 this past week? It was awesome. I loved it. If not, you can hear it by visiting witsend.org. Once again, that's witsend.org. I'll see you guys next time. For more information about the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, or to keep up with the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, be sure to visit odysseyscoop.com. And never be without the Odyssey Scoop. It's back! What is? The show you've been missing. Which show? And this time it's better than ever. No, seriously, dude, what show are you talking about? Early recordings with Kevin. Really? What? With who? I've never heard of it. That's right. Ever wonder what Kevin did before the ceiling fan and Scoopcast? Well, I just assumed he was picking his nose somewhere. Well, now, the show that gives you an inside look at the past work of Tadpole Media Group founder is back with all new early recordings with Kevin. Okay, um, not that I'm gonna listen, but what is this show exactly? I'm glad you asked. I'm sure you are. The show is hosted by Kevin. He sits in front of a mic and talks about himself. Oh. Then he plays an audio clip of a song, skit, or monologue that he did when he was a kid. Then he explains why in the world he made it and what he learned. Huh, sounds like it'd be short. Yeah, it's pretty short. Check it out soon by searching Early Recordings with Kevin in your iTunes store. You might learn a thing or two. Or not. Or not. Oh.